What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Before I start to, to dive into what we're going to be talking about today, I have a pretty simple question that I want you to ask yourself because I think it's going to kind of set the scene for what we're going to talk about today and also the main point that I want to drive at today as well. And that question is, what does health look like to you? And notice what words I'm using there, right? Like what does health look like, specifically look like, right? Because if you're sitting here thinking a lot of times what comes to mind for a ton of people, especially especially if you're on social media or, you know, you have any body or health pursuit goal, um, to a lot of people, health does have a look, right? And that look is usually somebody that is super fit. Or maybe it's an athlete that you look up to, or maybe it's like even a celebrity or a fitness influencer or some influencer that you see on social media. Like a lot of times we see somebody or we see an aesthetic or a figure and and we see somebody's physique and, and we automatically think that, Hey, they look really good. They look really attractive. They look really fit. So that must mean that they're healthy. And a lot of times what ends up happening is a lot of people's perceptions on what it means to be healthy is actually tied into this idea of you have to look a certain way in order to achieve health or optimal health or or to get to a place where you feel healthy and you look healthy in your own eyes. And I'm jumping onto this episode and I'm I'm talking about this today because Earlier this week, I had a a presentation that I gave to a group, and this was the exact same question that I asked them, and I had a a small PowerPoint. Um, I don't have that PowerPoint. You can't see that here on wherever you're listening to your podcast, but um, when I asked this question, the first thing that came up or the first thing that somebody blurted out when I asked them what health looked like to them was muscles, right? Was muscles or having ab definition, there was a handful of people that said some other things, which I was really excited and, and happy about. Things like um, feeling good or having energy or having good workouts or, um, you know, some of these things that are more feelings instead of how we look visually. And um, the point I'm driving at is like, there's a ton of people and, and there's this perception out here that health looks a certain way. And, and I really want to to try my best to kind of debunk that idea and to also just point out that, you know, just because somebody looks a certain way does not automatically mean that they are healthy. Um, and, and health again is subjective to a lot of people. It's a, um, it's a very multifaceted, um, and it's a big definition. It's, it's not just this one thing, especially looks, you know, health, health ranges from your mind to your, you know, your blood work to your, um, how you feel maybe to how you look, um, the relationships that you have, you know, how, how much sleep you're getting, like what your work-life balance is like, like health can be a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Um, and again, it's a, it's a fairly subjective type of definition. And, and, and I think that a lot of times we think health and we put that in a bucket of only how we look or chasing, chasing a physique goal that we think is going to make us happier once we get to that goal. And man, I just, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's right at all. And honestly, I think that's the furthest thing from the truth. And I kind of want to tell you why, but, um, going back to this presentation that I gave earlier this week, one of the slides that I had was, 
really just a picture of a bunch of like quote unquote fit looking people. And to be honest, I found all of these pictures in a matter of 12 minutes on Instagram, scrolling through my home feed. Now I know, I know people's home feeds will look different. If you don't have Instagram, your home or your, um, to be honest, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, it's a, it's a page or a feed where you can go to. And there's like, um, an algorithm with all these posts and things that Instagram thinks you would like based on who you follow, your search history, um, you know, what, what you interact with on that platform. And a lot of times it's just kind of targeting you to, to show you things that it thinks you might want to see. And for me, since I'm following a ton of health accounts and, um, you know, different people, a lot of times it's, like really fit people or it's, uh, it's, uh, it like models or, um, kind of gym rats or bodybuilders. Like it's, it's a very diverse thing that, and like a bunch of like puppy and dog video stuff too. It's kind of like a hybrid of both of them. Um, but most of the time, if you go on your health feed or sorry, your home feed, you know, a lot of times it's going to show you things that have a look, especially when it comes to health, Right the perfectly tanned girl in the bathing suit trying on four different whatever bikinis or whatever it is, right? Or somebody flexing in the mirror with the perfect lighting um, after the after their 12-week cut before they're stepping on stage and you see every ounce of, uh, you know, uh, muscle and uh, ab definition that you could possibly see on this dude. Or maybe it's an athlete who has their shirt off who's celebrating or a fit couple doing a workout together or somebody lounging on the beach. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about because you've probably seen it before. But a lot of times we we see this content, we consume this content, and we start to get in this mindset of, well, I want to look like that because they look really attractive. And that's something that I think would maybe improve the quality of my life now that you're comparing their life to yours, right? And we start to get in this hamster wheel of constantly wanting to look a certain way, thinking that that's going to make us happier also thinking that that's going to make us healthier. And unfortunately, some people can get stuck in this hamster wheel for years after years after years. And again, a lot of times this skews our perception of what it actually means to be healthy. Because a lot of times we see the super fit girl in the yoga pants with maybe a photoshopped butt, right? Or, or however they look, like their physique is, is you know, the 0.0001% of the whole population, right? And, and we think that that is attainable. And we think that that that's what we actually want to look like. And what's tough is a lot of people will actually never look like that, but it's the, this desire of wanting to look like that, that really just puts them in a negative headspace a lot around their health and their fitness and, um, their feeling of lack of progression towards some of these goals that they're trying to reach for. When in reality, maybe from a genetic standpoint, you're comparing your somebody to yourself to somebody who lives and breathes and will die for fitness, right? Who has been working on their body for 20 years or, um, has had, you know, maybe pharmaceutical help changing their physique. Uh, maybe they've dedicated their whole life coaching people and they're a fitness trainer themselves and they look a certain way and they naturally gravitated towards that career path. Cause that's what they were good at, right? Like those are the people who we're comparing ourselves to. And when it comes to this kick and motivation to change our health or to do, you know, things that are pro health, a lot of times it's in the mindset of, I need to change the way I look, right? I need to change the, uh, the, the 
weight that I see on the scale, right? I need to change the size clothing that I fit in. And that is usually where that spark of motivation comes from. As you look at yourself in the mirror or you feel like you compared to whoever it is you're comparing yourself to or whatever image or thing that you've seen, you think that, again, life would be better that way or that that is what you need to do to be healthier. And fuck, man, it's just, it's just not actually the case. And I'll bring myself as an example into this because I have been and I, I would say I am that person who you know, breathes health and fitness and lives for this and has created a, a career out of this for myself. And I've put myself through intentional bulk phases and cutting phases, and I've always been really lean. And uh, I've never had a hard time staying lean, right? I actually have a hard time gaining weight and eating enough, right? Which is kind of the opposite problem for a lot of people. Um, from a genetic standpoint, my, my hunger and appetite regulation cues are pretty amazing and they keep me lean. Um, I, you know, I work from home and I, I walk my dog a few times a day and I have time to go and shop and meal prep and do all of these things that maybe some other people aren't doing right now or aren't able to do as consistently as I'm able to do it because I've built a lifestyle around this. And I bring all this up because I, again, have been that person who has been through a cut, has been really lean, got down to, I don't even know how much percent body fat. You can see the ab definition. I had professional photos done, uh, perfect lighting, um, best cameras, um, coming off of a 17 week cut, like, like to a T what you would see on Instagram and what I, um, what a lot of people want you to see. And I, I relate this back to this presentation because I showed a picture of myself, which I have a picture on my Instagram. One of the only pictures I've ever posted from that photo shoot was um, something I did last summer. And I, I keep that up at the top of my feed. I've pinned that post because I think it's a really important lesson. It was, I use that as an opportunity to, to kind of do a little bit of education and to build awareness around some stuff that you see on social media. Cause I posted a side by side picture of me in the morning before I had that photo shoot versus me after in the finished product of that photo shoot, which was like taken three or four or five hours apart. And in the picture that I showed as a comparison, I just look like a normal dude, right? Like you wouldn't even know that I worked out or lifted, to be honest. Um, normal lighting, just woke up, not flexed, just letting letting everything hang out. And And if you were to see that picture, it'd be like, oh, that's not that impressive. But then six hours later, you see this photo you know, the mist sprayed on me, I have the reflection going. It's uh, it's just a completely different transformation. And unfortunately, what most people show you and talk about is that is that photo that they had professionally done or maybe the perfect lighting that they took in the gym that day after working out for an hour or two, right? Or a, a picture of their show that they did or even, you know, them dieting for a period of time only to look good in a bikini on their vacation just to show a handful of pictures that, you know, they felt comfortable showing to you because chances are they didn't like 99% of those pictures and the pictures that they're showing you are the ones that they feel comfortable in. Because a lot of times people who even are the people who, you know, a lot of people are looking up to, they have their own insecurities. They have their own struggles and disbeliefs and they struggle with body dysmorphia just as much, if not more than somebody who, you know, maybe is 20 pounds overweight, who doesn't love the way they look, who has their own insecurities, right? And we're not comparing, you know, person to person or problem to problem here. It's not really a fair comparison. Um, but a lot of times we think that these people in, in these pictures that we're looking up to, like, that's what health looks like. That's what I need to get to to be happy. But in reality, 
people get to that spot and they're still not happy. And chances are they're actually fairly miserable, right? And bringing it back to myself at that time when I took these photos, we just take a sneak peek into what I was doing at the time. I was tracking every single thing that I ate very meticulously. Uh, I was just coming off uh, a like five or six month stretch where I didn't have a sip of alcohol. Um, I probably ate 95 or more percent of my meals at home. And then when I did eat away from home throughout the week, it would be like at Chipotle or something. And I get like a double protein, like a burrito bowl. And that would be like my thing for the week that can help me stay in my numbers. Um, I was thinking about food all day. I was starving. I was really hungry. Um, my sex drive was incredibly low. My sex hormones were really low. My wife, my wife low key kind of hated me at that time, right? Like, like hormonally, I was just not feeding and giving myself enough nutrition to be able to feel the best. My energy was super low. Um, I wasn't recovering from my training very well. Um, all of these things, but I looked quote unquote, the best I've ever looked. Right. But I felt the worst that I've ever felt. And, and, and I know it's a very extreme example, but you could take like professional bodybuilders and bikini competitors and a lot of these people, right? Like these professional dieters who literally show their bodies off to get on stage. Like if you ask them, you know, how, how they feel when they're at their peak performance or their peak look, they will all tell you that that is just the worst time of their life. And there's a reason that they only spend a finite amount of time throughout the year or every other few years, um, dieting and spending time looking like that. And then the rest of the time, it's either they're eating more maintenance, they're bulking, or um, they're just living a little bit more of a flexible lifestyle. Um, and that's ideally the life that we want to, to be at, right? But with that comes not looking as lean as maybe you could at the end of a cut or a, at the end of a, a calorie deficit if you've tried to lose fat for a period of time. So I bring all this up because um, during that presentation, I had shown a picture of a couple of the things. It was like a back shot and a front shot, and I was flexing in the whole 10 yards, right? And uh, really the point I was trying to make was even though this looks cool and you know you would think that I was really happy with the way I looked, there's a lot of things that that picture didn't tell you. They didn't tell you how I felt. They didn't tell you how, what I thought about everything. Um, you know, They didn't tell you what my perception was of myself when I was taking some of those photos because out of the 100 photos that I got back, there was still only 10 to 15 that in my mind, I thought that I looked good in, right? Which is completely fucked if you think about it. And if the normal person saw this gallery of photos that I got back from this photographer, um, shout out to Fidel, 88 Studios. If you're in Reno, hire him. He's the best. Um, there was nothing wrong with the photos, but it was my perception of some of those photos. I was like, uh, I don't look as good as I do in these. So I'm going to show these instead, right? Uh, but that's usually what the mindset is around a lot of these things that we see online, on social media, even in magazines or um, in movies, just everything that we're exposed to from like an aesthetics or a physique standpoint, it's usually the best of the best, the cream of the crop. And that's what we're comparing ourselves to, which is completely fucked, right? So I go through, I say all of this um, and going back to the first question that I ask you, right? Like what does health look like to you? It's kind of a trick question because in my opinion, health doesn't always have a look, um, I, I do think that, you know, a physique goal and changing the way you look can be part of the process and 
and can be a really productive um, headspace for a lot of people, as long as it's not the only thing that you're focusing on and the only thing that you want to change. And thinking that if you only change that the way you look, that everything else is going to follow, because chances are it's really not. Um, And a lot of people have probably gone through that experience before. And unless you literally remove yourself from that or change your mindset or change your approach, like nothing is going to change the older you get. You're always going to be constantly thinking that you need to look better. You need to look different. You're going to be more confident and you're going to be happier if you looked a certain way. And really at the end of the day, it's, it's, uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. So really the main point that I want to drive at today and, and I want to talk about is like this idea that everyone needs to have their own definition of health. Um, again, going back to that first question, like a lot of people, and maybe you listening to this, when I, when I ask, what does health look like to you? A lot of those images and those people and those things pop up of what you think a healthy, beautiful person looks like. And that automatically kind of equates in our mind to the epitome of health in a lot of certain cases, which, which it's not, you know, and, and when this whole health pursuit becomes a lot more enjoyable and realistic and sustainable, is when you start to create your own definition of health and your own definition of success, um, which is usually a combination of a lot of things, not just one thing, that's when you start to notice, you know, your relationships start to change with your mind and with your health goals and with your health pursuits and with your food, right? Like you start to actually see progress that you're proud of and that you can sustain because it's not coming from a place of guilt or shame or you feeling inadequate. So you have to change something about yourself, right? Like you can never hate yourself into a new body or a new person, right? You always have to accept and and appreciate where you're at today and appreciate how you got there. So you can appreciate what it's going to take to correct that or to get to a different place that you feel more proud of, that you feel more confident in. Because again, the confidence that you get from achieving a health goal doesn't come from you fitting in a smaller pant size, right? It comes from you actually putting in the work and doing shit that's really hard and being able to overcome all of these small obstacles over time and going through the process of changing who you are and how you look and how you feel. And a lot of times that is where confidence actually comes from. It's not the end photo that you get when you're in Maui with your spouse on vacation and you take a photo on the first day and you're like, damn, I look lean, right? That's not where happiness comes from, okay? So what I want you to do um, is just, and again, you don't have to write this down or anything, but just like think, like, what is your perception of what health looks like right now? Is Is there any room that you can maybe challenge or change what you think it means to to be healthy or to the the looks of what health actually looks like? Because chances are, maybe we're so, you know, um, kind of looking through life through a straw in a sense, right? And we're blinded to all the other amazing things that trying to become healthier actually means. And, and, you know, what I mean by that is, you know, maybe in addition to losing some weight or having more muscle definition or um, getting to a lower body fat percentage, right? A lot of those things I think are cool and can be part of the process, but maybe that in addition to changing your relationship with food, right? Like appreciating food as, as maybe fuel and resources to help build your body up, not tear it down and to become a smaller person. Um, changing your outlook on fitness, right? Like exercising to build your body up and to get stronger instead of trying to exercise to burn calories, to lose weight, right? Or to look a certain way. Maybe it comes from 
changing your environment and your dietary patterns and, and helping influence the people around you. Maybe that looks like developing healthy habits and routines that you could ideally pass on to your children or people who are close in your life who maybe haven't had the best role models or who are struggling or who maybe your kids, like you want to prevent them from going through all the shit that you've been going through and are continuing to go through, right? Maybe it's building healthy habits, building a better appreciation for how foods fit and, and what it means to, you know, move your body and, and, and um, honor your hunger cues, right? Like there's a lot of different things that you can create as your own definition of success, but it really starts by challenging what you currently view health um, actually looking like in this current moment right now. And I promise you, when you start to do that, you start to realize like all the really cool stuff and things that you actually have control over that can make the biggest difference in how you feel day to day, right? Because again, this whole health pursuit should improve the quality of your life and not take away from it. And again, you know, you might find that, you know, maybe looks has nothing to do with what you want to look like, but from a digestion standpoint, you want to not feel fucking bloated all the time and feel super constipated and, and, and like have a healthier gut, right? Maybe you want to have more energy for your sports. Maybe you're an athlete competing in something you want to set a PR. Uh, maybe you're trying to get stronger and set um, PR in some of your lifts. Uh, maybe you just want to become an active and, 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 um, you know, move more from a person who is maybe sedentary or not moving as much as they are right now. Like start to create and become, you know, the person who does all of these things that are important to you and that you see yourself being one day. And I think that once we start to appreciate how your looks fits into all of these other things, that's when the looks naturally fall into place because you're doing all of these other tweaks and changes and doubling down on the stuff that actually matters that will actually likely result in you looking better or maybe dropping weight or you know, having more muscle definition by you getting stronger, you know, weight loss and a lot of these aesthetic changes are side effects of you transforming your mindset and um, just your approach to this whole health and fitness game that maybe you weren't doing before. So again, I've said this a ton on this podcast before, but it's all about the intent in which you do things. You know what I mean? And, and I just, I really want people to understand that health does not have a, I get, you could look up a definition of health for sure and get a blanket one, but health to you, to your sister, to your mom, to your best friend, to your spouse, to your kid is all going to look different and everybody's going to have their own definition of it. And that's okay. And honestly, that's the way it should be. Um, but health should not only be this pursuit of looking better naked. Like we're missing, we're missing a lot of the benefits that can come from changing your habits and behaviors and you helping improve the quality of your life along the way. Okay. So I, uh, I just wanted to get that point across today. I, I think it's really important to continue to challenge some of the thoughts and beliefs that you have around your own health and fitness right now. And, and again, just make more informed decisions instead of these emotional based decisions of, you know, you scrolling through a 10 minute, 20 minute, you know, a rabbit hole of fitness and, and TikTok content and then feeling inadequate about yourself and your body and then have that be the spark of motivation for you to get up and go to the gym the next week and to eat super clean only to fall off because that that process really isn't enjoyable or sustainable for you, right? And again, I just want people to break that cycle if, if they're in it and 
I just think we have a lot to learn about ourselves beyond what we look like. And again, dude, nobody, nobody's going to show up to your funeral and be like, yeah, Brittany looks super shredded in the summer of 2013 and or 2013, 2023 or 2013 or insert whatever year that somebody tried to get as lean as possible. It's like, nobody's going to remember you for that, right? Like, and, and the same for your health, like maybe it's improving your blood, you know, your blood lipids, maybe it's improving your metabolic health, your, um, ability to come off some of the medications that you're currently taking right now, or maybe it's better digestion, getting into a better sleep and wake cycle, getting into the gym, feeling more confident in there, trying to play a new sport, like do some shit that you enjoy, that you love, that is also going to benefit you along the way. And, and I promise you that this whole health thing is going to become a lot more enjoyable when you start to, to just change your perspective on some of these things. So I digress. Uh, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again right now, but I, I just can't emphasize it enough. And I really, you know, if you're stuck in this hamster wheel of, of you just constantly only want to make yourself look better and that's the only, you know, source of motivation that you get to change, you know, whatever it is about your, your current health and fitness routine, we're just, we're, we're missing the big picture here. And uh, I think, I think you have a lot of room for improvement if, if that's kind of the state that you're in, but you got to be honest with yourself. You really got to kind of audit what your current thoughts and beliefs are and, and why you're doing what you're doing. And once you acknowledge that, the quicker you are to be able to make some of these small changes that are going to make really big impacts over your life over the next year, two, three, four, however many years that you continue to do this and, and to live. So I, uh, I hope this, uh, this resonated with somebody. I, um, I had a, a good time presenting this topic earlier this week and I figured I could make it a small podcast and, and just kind of ramble on it a little bit more, but more of the story, create your own definition of health. Don't only chase a look, right? Health goes way beyond the way you look. It can be part of it for sure. If that's your definition, if that's something that's important to you, I, I don't want to discredit that. And I encourage you to continue to pursue that. But again, it just can't be the only thing that you care about. Um, because then you can tend to sacrifice your quality of life and other health markers and things along with that, right? Just these things don't have to be mutually exclusive. So as we head into May or whenever you hear this, continue to uh, um, just take care of yourself and challenge some of those beliefs that you have, some of those limiting beliefs especially, and we'll become a person every day, all right? But until next time, remember to eat with a purpose, train with intention, and think with confidence as you work towards your own nutrition and fitness goals. Thank you for listening as always. I'll see you on, on the next episode. Peace. Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you found value and enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media. If you do, make sure you tag me so I can say thanks. Or if you're on iTunes, scrolling down and leaving a five-star review would be much appreciated. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can always find me on Instagram at LukeSmithRD. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.